Today's daf is daf Yud Beis. We are holding at the two dots at the bottom of Yud Aleph Amid Beis, the color of Ben Chetzron. These are psukim taken from Dibre Yomim that reference the marriage of Kalev to Miriam. And uh, as we've seen in other Masechtas as well, is that Dibre Yomim, even though it seems to be written in a chronological order of who gave birth to who and who married who, that very often these are just allusions to other relationships and other qualities about sometimes the same individuals. And that's what we continue to discuss over here as well. So the Pasuk says, The Kalev ben Chetzron, Hulides Azuva Isha, the Kalev, the son of Chetzron, had a child named Azuva, who was a wife. So again, the Pasuk itself is able to understand, we'll see in a moment. And also as Yerios, as well as Yerios. The Elu Baneha, and these were her sons, the uh, sons of Lechora, of whoever this Azuva or this or Yerios is. It says, Yosher Veshova Ve'ardain. So now, that's the Pasuk. Now the Gemara uh, analyzes. It says, it says, it says that Kale was the son of Chetzrein. Her we know from other places is that that Ben Chetzron is Ben Yefuna. We know Kala was Ben Yefuna, not Chetzron. So the says like this. Actually, his father's name was not Chetzron. His father's name was Yefuna. I'm sorry, the other way around. Actually, his father's name was Chetzron. So why is he called Kala Ben Yefuna? So he says like this: is that it's actually a quality of Kalev. Yefuna is Ben Shaponema Atzatz Ramiraglin because he turned away from the Council of the spies from the plot of the spies, so that's why he's called Ben Yefuna, the one who turned away from the spies. But he's really his father actually was Ben Chetzron. Still, we see his name wasn't Ben Chetzron, his father was Kenaz. How do we know that? Because you know that Asniel was Kalev's brother and Asniel was Ben Kenaz. Well, if he's Kalev's brother, then Lachora, Kalev's father, must be also called Kenaz. So It's actually Kalev was a stepson of Kenaz. What happened was like this Kalev and Asniel had the same mother and different fathers whereas Kalev's was Chetzron Osniel's was Kenaz but and, and therefore even though they were brothers they were maternal brothers they were not paternal brothers but in fact the uh, um, Kalev was uh, Kenaz's stepson now if you look at the Pesukim carefully you can see because it refers to it says Kalev Ben Yefuna HaKnizi. Doesn't say Kalev Ben Kenaz. He's called the Knizi because he was from the Knizi household. He had been adopted. He was his stepson. He was adopted by him, but he was not his biological son. Shemami, that's a good rhyme. Azuva, the Pasuk says that, uh, we, we said before, is that Kalev uh, Ben Chetzon Holy gave birth to Azuva, Isha, a wife. So what does that mean? So the Lord says, Azuba is actually referring to Miriam. Why is she called Azuba? Initially, she was sickly. She had actually going to see Tsaras. And nobody wanted to marry her. Everybody left her. She was deserted. So, uh, and the only one who was willing to marry her was Kalev. And it says, holy, why does it give birth to her? He married her, not gave birth to her. So Anyone who marries a woman for the sake of heaven, for the right reasons, it's as if you've given birth to her. It's like you've, you've brought her into the world, you've given her the purpose, uh, given her purpose in this world. Urios, what, why does it call her, uh, it says, uh, he gave birth to uh, uh, to Azuva and Urios. What's Urios? It means it's also referred to Miriam. So why is it called? Why was she also referred to as Urios? Shall paneha Urios. In English, the expression is white as a sheet, but it means over here that her complexion, that it was so colorless, it was like a a a, a, a uh, hanging curtain before they dye it. So therefore, that's why she was referred to as Urios. Now these were her sons. Yeshua Shoav. Shovav and Ardon, Al Voneha, Ella Boineha. Don't read it as her sons, but it's the ones who built her up. So it means these names are names referring to Kalev, who built her uh, into a, 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 a wife and a mother. Why, why, why is he referred to Yesher? Yesher as Atmo. He straightened himself. 
he chose a path of, of, of going in the right direction, going straight, and not the path of the Miragum. Shovav, Shashibev as Yitzro. He, uh, the word uh, Shovav means just somebody is disobedient, someone misbehaves, but he acted uh, in, a dis, uh, in a disobedient way with his Yetzirah. He did not follow his Yetzirah, he uh, uh, d- disobeyed his Yetzirah. And Ardon is a lotion of of to be rode is to to discipline, but Ardon sheyarda as Yitzro he disciplined his Yitzro. The Ikeda Amrim some say Al Shupanea Domin Levered is that that Kalev is referred to as Ardon because the word Vered same same letters is 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 a rose. He bought he bought the uh, the rosy complexion back into her, gave her gave her color to her cheeks. Because he he helped in rec- causing her to re- recover from her sickly disposition. Because of him, she now had a rosy disp- uh, uh, complexion. Continuing with Divra Yomim, says Ashkur, the father of Tekoa, had two wives. What were their names? The names of Chala and Naara. Again, Ashkur is referring back on Kalev. Is that he fasted many fasts that made his uh, complexion dark. His face, literally, his skin darkened from the lack of uh, from being malnutritioned. He fasted in order that he should not be able to uh, not succumb to the uh, to the plot of the the spies. So Ashkor's motion of Shachar, right? And Avi. And it says that he's called, he says, the father of Tekoa. So Avi refers to Asa Allah Ka'av. He became a father to Miriam by, by supporting her and healing her and bringing her back from her sickness. So he's referred to as her, her father. Tekoa, why is he also, Avi Tekoa, all three of those words refer to him. Tekoa Shataka as Libo Lavish Shemaim. Listen, Tekoa is to, to, to drive a peg in, to put something in, in, in a, in a very, uh, un, uh, strong way that it won't move. So therefore he, uh, he fastened his heart in a secure manner, he, tightly to, uh, to, uh, to his father in heaven. Again, so that he could, would not falter with the spies. Hayushtay Noshim, what does it mean he had two wives? Nasimim Kishtay Noshim, because of him, that Miriam was like two, two wives, like the before and the after. Right, Chalavanara, right, Lo Chalavanara, Havei. Then, really, Nasimim Kishtei Nashim. And who are these words, Chalavanara? And the one says like this. And it wasn't; these weren't two different periods of her life. It wasn't the same time period. Lo Chalavanara, Havei. She wasn't Chalavanara at the same time period. Ela Batchila Chala Loshen of Choli. She came with his like Tzeras. She was very sickly, and because of him, and also of Nasimara, she gained, rejuvenated. She gained back her strength. And, 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 and was then once again like a young woman. Uvne Chala, and who were the ch- children of Chala? Uvne Chala, actually, Chala. Tseres, Vetsohar, Vesnan. Alright? Again, we're talking about, these are her sons after she became, uh, uh became healthy. Alright? So, um, Chela is a name when she was sick, but but now it means these are the ones that built her up from being sick. So what does it mean? Nechela tzeres v'tzohar v'esnan tzeres she'asis tzara lechavreseho that because of Kolev restoring her to becoming healthy again, she now was able to become a tzara. The Torah means the wives that compete with one another. Before when she was sick, she was in competition to anybody. Now it made her a tzara, she would be a co-wife to anyone. She's in com- all other women are, com- are competing with her now because she's back to, to her health. But tzohar she had a, uh, her, 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 her face was, was, was bright like, like the tzaraim, like the afternoon, like the sun in the afternoon. And Esnan, and, and she also, she, it was so alluring, Shakola Roe Osa, anybody who would see her, Molech Esnan Leishta would run home and give his wife a gift. And Esnan usually is a gift given, 
for illicit purposes, but it means we all to be have relations. Everyone to ensure that the wives would have relations and would bring gifts to their wives after seeing her. Okay, so now we went off a little bit to discuss Miriam uh, and and uh, the Gemara now goes back to Paro and and uh, the decrees he made before you, they, they, the Jews left Israel. It says. By Yitzav, Paro lechol amo. Paro instructed, commanded his entire people. So Amr Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Chanina. Then the pasuk says like this. The pasuk actually we're going to see there were different levels of the decree. Is that at, uh, the, at one level of the decree was not only against the Jewish sons, but any son, even Egyptian sons. Af al amo gazar. We're going to see is that the decree was made. In, uh, because the, the his his uh, stargazer said that someone is going to be born to is going to lead the Jews out of Egypt. We can't tell if he's Jewish or or or, or, uh, or Egyptian. Chayyakar explains is because since you, uh, Moshe was raised in the household of Paro, it wasn't clear his direct lineage Egyptian. So therefore, Paro put the Xer even on his own people. So I'm Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanino. That, uh, but Shalosh Gzeras Gazra, there were three levels of decrees. But Chila, initially, Im Ben Hu Vahemiten, I say, it was, if he's a, the boy, Jewish boy, you should kill him. Achar Ke Kach, left out there, was called a Ben Hayolor Yortesh Lechu. Every son should be, uh, kill, uh, should be drowned. Well, if so, if Av Al Amo Gazar, and then he made the decree, also on his own people. So now what's the difference between second and third? So uh, the way Rashi needs to explain it, the first one was only on the midwives. Second one was because they wasn't being successful, meaning if they find any firstborn, again, maybe still focusing on the Jewish ones that the midwives hadn't caught, but didn't do it to. The third one is the one that included, that's after Moshe was born already, and they saw in their stars that that, he's, that a could be an Egyptian was the one that would save the Jews. Then the last one was on Af al Gazar. Levi, somebody from the house of Levi, which is Amram, went, uh, right? Uh, and Lahechan Halach, where did say he went? So Amr of Yehuda was Zavina Shalach Batzes Bito. He went means he went with the from the council of his young daughter, as we're going to see in a moment. Uh, Miriam Tana Amr Gadol Ador Hayah. Amram was the, the greatest leader of the generation. Kevin Shiroa Amar Paro when he saw Paro Rasha said Kol Abena Yilor Yirotish Lehu that every son, every Jewish boy has to be thrown into the Nile. Amar Lashav Ana Amelim. Why are we putting all this effort into trying to build? The next generation of Jews, he says, "Amar Vigash Istro, he divorced his wife. I'm not going to have children that are going to end up being uh, murdered by the Egyptians." So Amdu Kulan Vigashus Hashem. So since he did it, every all the men followed him. He was a Galador. They divorced their wives. Amra Labita. So his daughter said to him, "Abo, she said to him, 'Kasha Gzeroscha Yosef Bishal Paro. Your decrees are harsher than Paro. Shaparo Lo Gazer El Azharim. That Paro's decrees only against the, the males. Vata Gazarta Al Azharim Alakevs. And you're making a decree against the males and the females." Paro lo gazer elav alamazem. Paro's decrees only affect lives in this world. Ata by not even having the children. Ata bo alamazem velo alamabo, and you're affecting the, uh, them for the world to come as well. Parasha suffik miskayemis gzeirasay suffik lo enemis gzeirasay suffik. In Paro's case, it is a possibility that they won't catch everybody. Not everything, everyone that will be be murdered. But atat sadik. But when you make gzeira that no one should have relations with their wives. So then for sure your decree will be observed and it'll have even a greater impact than his would. The Pesach says that when you at Sadiq makes a decree that it will be done. Hashem makes sure it happens. He went back and he remarried his wife. Everyone went back and married their wives. That's the Pesach says and he took Baslevi by Yach, certainly by let's just say he returned to what's it like that he made a ceremony that was like almost the first marriage. Like that's why Yikah was a new. They they made it was according to Rambam that this was uh, every generation introduced new mitzvahs until Mahar Sinai. So some say that around this is where the Rambam got it from that he did kedushin and and gerushin the the, the, the and that was those came from 
from from uh, Amram. So anyway, it says that Shiva uh, Bapirion he put her in a in a in a, in a uh, beautiful chair that they used to carry kalas in. Varun Miriam and Aaron Miriam were alive at the time. Merak and Lefane were danced in front of her. Malach Asharos Amru and the angels even said, "Ema that the glad mother uh, Hashem brought, brings back the uprooted wife, Moshidakaras Abayis, Ema Banim, and the mother of uh, the children, Asmecha, Hallelujah. That was the, the, that what they sang in front of her. So the implication of Bas Levi means that she was a, uh, a, a, a young girl. Otherwise, she would say she'd love Yikach Isha. What does it mean, Bas Levi? So when it says, Evshah Bas Meir Shalish Meshona, we're going to show in a moment that she was, this Yochevet referring to, she was 130 years old at the time. So therefore, the Karila Bas, and she's called Bas, this is really uh, one of the Chazals, the even Ezra, uh, says cannot be taken literally because we don't find any play made about this miracle. We find by uh, Sarai Menu and she had a, 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 a child in, in, in her uh, in 90, should we make a big deal? But here we don't make any sense. It can't be taken literally, and the Ramban uh, is very stark against it. The Maral is very stark against it. But in trying to understand what the, uh, what the why the Torah doesn't give any real play to such a miracle, and here we talk about she had a child when she was going to be 130 plus years old. So it says as follows. So it says, Evshar Bas Mev Shalishim Shono Have a Karile Bas. How do we know she was 130? Amr Rabchanina, Amr Rabchanina, Amr Rabchanina, Zo Yochevet. The Pasuk, the Bas Levi referred to in the Pasuk is Yochevet. Horasa Bederech, that she became, uh, her mother conceived her while she was traveling. However, Veleidasa Benachomos. And she was born uh, when they entered into the walls of Egypt. So there, and and the way we know it is because when they count the uh, those who are leaving Canaan to go to Mitzrayim, it only counts sixty nine, right? And and when it, but when it, when they when they arrive. It says there were seventy. Shenema Asher Yolda Oisal Lelevi B'Mitzrayim. It says Abram's wife was Yochevet, who was born in Egypt. So from here we learn Leidotsa B'Mitzrayim, even though her birth took place in Mitzrayim, but ain't her Rosa B'Mitzrayim, but her conception did not like in Mitzrayim. So that's how you get seventy. Uh, seven years now. The uh, the point. That's how we. So how do we get to uh, 130? So we, because we know that the total amount from when they first came to Mitzrayim until Yitzchak Mitzrayim was 210 years, and if she was born right as when they when they entered, so if that, then and and uh, and and Moshe Rabbeinu was was uh, born uh, shortly after that. So then that would make her, and he was 80 when he left, so it would make her roughly around 130 years old. So, so how do we refer to her as Bas Levi? That's, uh, that's, that's the question. So, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Shanal Daba, Simone Naros. Is that what happened was that when, uh, when, when, uh, Amram took her, uh, a miracle occurred, and she developed characteristics of a young girl. So she's called a Bas Levi because she was a rejuvenation that uh, her, 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 her wrinkles were removed, her manses began again. So the bottom line is, so therefore it's referring to as a Bas Levi because that miracle. Vatar Isha Ben, the Pazak says that Yochevet conceived and gave birth to a son. There seems to be a machlokus in Medrashim over here. The way Rashi learns in Chumash, the way the Gemara over here is learning. The Gemara over here learns is that the first time Levi, uh, uh, the first time Amram wa, uh, was married to Yocheved, so right before uh, he divorced her, she actually conceived. And... When he took her back, she already was three months pregnant. And, 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 and the way the Chazal are going to say we know this is because the Mitzrim weren't aware. They started counting from when she, when he took her back the second time, not realizing that she was three months pregnant. And therefore there was a three month window before they came to check 
did she give birth or not? Rashi and Chumash learns is that actually she did conceive the second time he took her back, but that Moshe was born six months uh, uh, from conception, six months and a couple of days, which is why the Mitzvah showed up nine months, but she was already, Moshe was still was already three months old. It's a machlokas in Midrashim here. But the this Midrash holds a chayra. It says, Vatar, Vatayla Ben. It's Mashman. When he took her back, she conceived and she gave birth. And we're going to show that she already was three months pregnant. So how could it say that she conceived and gave birth? Some of Yehuda Bar Zavino, the Torah is trying to tell you, even though it's true she did not conceive now, but it's telling you that the birth that she had was as painless as the conception was. Just as conception occurred without pain. So to birth occurred without pain. And from here we learn that righteous women, we know the Imos, some women in a special darga, they avoid the curse. They avoid the gzeira that was given to Chava, but Sar told Ibonim, and sim- similarly, Yocheva did not have it either. She, uh, her, just as her, con- the conception of Moshe was without pain, so too the birth of him was without pain as well. Batera also kitovu. She opened up, um, and, and saw that, uh, I'm sorry, Batera also kitovu, that when Moshe was born, she saw that Moshe was good. What does that mean, was good? So really what the question is, I think the, um, Rashbam points it out on the, on the Pasuk, he says that the Chorah, every mother considers a child good. So what do you have to say? I mean, it's something special, something unique, above what the normal feelings that a mother has for a child. So Tanya, Rabbi Meir, that when it says, Vatera also, Ki Tovu, like a Nevuah, Tov was his name, his name should be Tov. Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, Tuvya Shemo, the same idea, Tov is Tuvya. Rabbi Nechemia Oimer, Hagar in the Nevi, she saw that he was fit for prophecy. Achirim Oimrim, Noelik Shumal, he was born circumcised. Chachomim Oimrim, Beshash and Noelat Moshe, when Moshe was born, Nismala Bais Kula Or, there was a light that filled the whole house. That's the Toiv. Kiksiv Ocha, Batero Isaki Toiv, she saw that he was good. Kiksiv Osam, it says, by the creation of, 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 uh, uh, light, vayara lokim ki esar ki toiv. So toiv is or. But it's penel shloisha yerachim. She hid him for three months. Why was she able to hide him for three months? To lo mala mitzrayim mitzrim elamish. To lo mana mitzrim elamishash da ahadra. That they only started counting the possibility of her being pregnant from when 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 achash uh, when 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 uh, Amram. Uh, remarried because right away when the decree came to kill all the children he divorced her and even though she already had conceived they didn't know that we took her back they started counting so there was a three month lag she already been three months from before pregnant then she was no longer able to hide him because now they were going to come back but the one who wants to know so why can't you continue to hide him what stopped her from being able to hide him keep him out of the sight of the Mitzrim so I Whenever the Egyptians heard that there's a possibility that a baby was born, either through their calculations or somebody was being malshin, <coughs> they bring an Egyptian child there. And what happens is that they bring an, an Egyptian infant, and when the Egyptian would be there, that he would cry, babies cry, and there's a, there is a phenomenon that when one baby cries, it causes the other ones to cry. So wherever they would be hiding him, it would be revealed because the Egyptian baby is crying, so then the Jewish baby would cry as well, and they would catch him that way. And that's what's meant in the Pasuk in Shira Shirim, is it's talking about by Chris Yamsuv. It says, that uh, Hashem said to the ocean, He instructed the ocean, grab for us the foxes, those little foxes, and the, the rest of the Pasuk over there is, 
that Shualim Katan Mechablim Kromim Vecharmenu Simador. Those are the foxes that spoiled our vineyards when our vineyards had just started blossoming. Means these are the Egyptians now they're fully grown, but they were the ones that were the infants that were causing the Jewish babies to be uh, 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 murdered because they were giving away their hiding spots. So therefore, Hashem instructed the ocean, it's time for you to take vengeance against them. Now they're adults, and now they... So those are the foxes, those were when they were little foxes, they were spoiling our vineyards, i.e. causing our children to die. She took from him a wicker basket. Gome is a cheap item. Why didn't she take something stronger, build a stronger wooden basket or something out of wood? That wood would have been, uh, uh, it doesn't, it's not as, as rough, but you see that when it comes to the righteous, their money is more important to them than, uh, than, than their, their bodies. And therefore, instead of making out of wood, would have been more expensive. They made it. She made it out of wicker. It's very interesting. Just as a kasha, usually tzadikim chavim usually applies it to their body. You know, make she's making the cheshbon over here for for Moshe Rabbeinu, but uh, something to think about. Now, why is that they are so careful about their property. Because they don't, if Hashem gave it to them, it means they want them to use it in the best possible way. He doesn't want them to steal. So therefore their money is more chashuv than to a regular person. A person, their money is not as chashuv. They'll take somebody else's money. But by them, that is, that's the money God gave them. They have to be careful with it. Actually is the wicker was preferable because it's a supple, it's a sup, uh, a soft material. That's able to withstand either soft or hard objects when it's in the water. She made it out of wood. Wood is not supple. It does not, it, there's no give. And if it would hit into a rock, then it could actually uh, uh, create a crack, it wouldn't give, and it could break, and the baby could drown. She smeared it with clay and tar. Inside was the clay, and outside was the uh, inside was the clay, and outside was the tar. Why? Because the tar has a bad smell. So Kadei Shaloi Yariach Oizet Tzadik said Moshe Rabbeinu wouldn't have to smell Reich Ra, the bad smell of the uh, of the um, of the, of the tar. Rashi points out that this is in contra- contrast to by by the Teva of Noach that was tarred inside and out, which was actually Rashi says not necessary because the waters were rougher. But nevertheless. Here they put clay on the inside as opposed to on the outside so that you would be a buffer and not have to smell, Moshe would not have to smell the bad smell. Let's keep going. She, uh, she placed the child into the basket and put it into the suf. Now, Rabbi Loza Omar Yamsuf, he says suf means the Yamsuf. Alright? Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Omar that uh, it is Agam. It was just a, a swamp area, a watery area she put it into, but it wasn't actually the Yamsov. The Yamsov actually led into the Nile. But, uh, so, so, the, the, the Svart explains that the, the, the different opinions here, the, because it's obviously a lot safer to put it into a marsh, a standing body of water, than putting it in the Yamsuk that might carry it off into the raging, uh, into a raging river, and into the Nile. So, but the shita that holds it had to be in the Yamsuk is because the, this was to confuse the stargazers, the, uh, astro- astrologers, who said that Water would be the downfall, downfall for the Mashiach Shal Yisrael. So therefore, putting the baby in the Yamsuf, which is where they would drown the babies in the Nile. So this way, it would seem as it was accomplished, the baby had gone into the, in, in, into the Yamsuf, or uh, that leads into the Nile, as opposed to putting it in a marsh, which might not throw off the astrologers. That's why the opinion holds, even though it's a little more dangerous, but that's where it had to go. And in fact, Kachavi, once this happened, they, they mevatel the decree, because Paro, they came to Paro and says, yeah, the, the decree has, has, has been fulfilled. The baby has 
been thrown into the Nile, into and and you don't have to worry about killing any more babies. Now let's keep going. She went down to bathe herself by the river. What's the insignificance of telling us that she bathed herself, right? So I'm a Rabbi Yochanan. That's a very special bathing of Yemushum was like a conversion. She was actually converting. She was removing herself from the idols of her father's household. She now was 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 becoming a believer in in in, in one God in Akharish Borhu. Bechainu Omer and so to the Pasuk says, Imrachat Hashem as Tsayas Bnaizion, when Hashem will clean the dirt, the filth of the doors of Tsion. That's a Pasuk in Yeshaya which talks about the immorality of the Bast and the punishment that would happen to them and then the Asid Lovo they will purge themselves of the sin by by going to the mikvah, there will be a purging. Now, Rasehal Chais it says that the uh, her maidens that were she was a princess they were walking with her. So we have to say lotion of Holchos that they were walking. It doesn't seem to be important to know that information. So Amar Rav Yechonan ain't alicha eloshen misa in the Torah when you use lotion of alicha it means walking to one's death. The same idea we see Posak in 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 Esav told uh, Yaakov Avinu, I'm, I am going to I'm walking to my death anyway, so you can take the bechora, give me the lentils. Now, and she saw the basket that was in the in the reeds. Came in the chaza boas when. The maidens, they hopped that this was a Jewish baby, and they saw that Paro's daughter wanted to save Moshe. Amrullah, they said to a Gavirto, Minak Shal Olam, is it not the norm, the, the, the custom of the world, that Melech Basav Adam goes that when a king, a human flesh and blood king, issues a decree, Im Kola Olam Kula Ein Mekaimen Oso, then, uh, even if the rest of the world don't want to keep it, the ones who are going to keep it are born of Nebos, at least the family members of the king, his, his members of his holders, should be keeping the, the Gzeirah. And you, who are a family member of the king, you yourself don't want to keep the king's Gzeirah. You want to save this baby that obviously has been put here because he... He, he, he is a Jewish child that needs to be drowned. So, Israel came and struck them into the ground, means killed them all. That's so that they should not try and dissuade her from saving this child. Now, the simple shot is, she sent for, she said, send forth her Amo. It's Amo Saho Amo. So, uh, that means she sent her, for, she reached out her arm. That she sent forth her maidservant, her ama. The one that says means arm, because it says her ama, right? That's her ama. Ama is another name for an arm. Why do you use a strange word? That I mean the way I heard during the Roshiva of Yochanan's wife actually to he explained that you, that when you reach something you reach with your hand you don't reach with your arm. So why not say that she reached Tishlach Yada she reached forth with her hand. So therefore why did it say her arm? must mean that it means maid servant over here not arm not arm. the one that says. Uh, Right, and uh, it doesn't say amasa uh, means it means like this. It means arm. Fine. So when it says amasa means arm, the simple shot arm means put forth the arm. When it says it, no, it means it means uh, it means main servant here. It does not mean because you reach with your hand, not with your arm. So man da amar. According to the opinion that says it means maidservant, so there should be none left. You said Gavriel killed them all. So was it the One was left alive. I guess one would not be as convincing if all of them were there. So they left one. But why they need to even leave one? To love Urcha, the Malka, the Mekam Because it's not the derech 
of a princess to be left alone to cover the princess. One was left alive, and that's the one that was sent. According to one that says it means hand, it's a good time. Why not write hand? Someone says like this: It's true. Normally, you reach with your hand. What happened over here was that she did reach with her hand, but it was far away. Her arm extended. That's why it says she stretched forward with her arm, because it means her arm extended. That her arm stretched out. The master said, We find that his scepter, when he reached forth to show Esther that it's okay for her to enter, it also uh, extended uh, many Amas. So here too, it's the same thing. So too, by the door of Aspara, it says there, the miracle is written by, by Megillah, in Masechah Megillah, says, and you find by the door of Esther, which is referring to Masechah Sota. And so too, by the teeth of the wicked. That you broke the teeth of the wicked. Uh, it says, don't, don't read it as Shibarta. That you extend. It's referring to a story with the Og Melech that he was... Um, that he wanted to strike Moshe Rabbeinu and his teeth extended. Instead of saying his teeth were broken, it means Shabbat Shiravta, they extended into the ground holding him there and Moshe Rabbeinu actually killed him because he couldn't move. Alright. And now it says the daughter of Paro opened the basket and she saw the child. It should say that she opened it and saw the child. Why does it say to Ray who? That she saw the child and the the, the extra vav hey uh, vav that's 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 the that's talking about the shechina that uh, the the hey vav hey vav let us Isis for Kadosh Baruch Hu's name she saw the shechina that was with the child. Someone like as it was a a, a nar is usually mean like a, a young a young a young teenager a teenager is usually a nar so Carla yeah one hand it's called a child right I mean a child an infant we expect a child crying but Carla now but then calls like a, a, a teenager Tana who yelled that actually it was even though he was an infant but he sounded like a teenager right. So the who yelled the call canar Rabbi Yehuda Amar of Nechem Rachem said I disagree with that shot because if his voice was at that sounded so low at and uh, so deep and it was a baby so he says Im Kain Asisulam Moshe Rabbeinu Balmum that's considered a blemish Moshe was a levi he should have the ability to sing in the base of Megdosh and you're making him into a Balmum you wouldn't be able to sing in the base of Megdosh so Alamalamach Azulay Imo Chupas Neurim Batevo is very uh, fascinating Gemara is that his nothing to do with his voice is that. She made a, a, a miniature chuppah, a little chuppah to put over the basket for her son. What was the symbolism over here? She said like this. She said, Amra Shema Loi She said that every mother would love to be at the childhood, her desire to be by her child's chuppah. I don't know if I will ever get to see chances or I will not be able to be at your chuppah. So she made him a little chuppah. Amra Shema Loi Maybe I will not be at your chuppah. So that's what it means that she was, there was a hope that he, uh, that she, that he should be able to see him as a teenager. Those days they got married in their teens. So therefore, she was, what she saw, uh, there was the, the, the nar was crying. It was the nar because she had dealt, she put this little chuppah in there that was projecting that what, what he would be when he would be a teen. But actually, he was an infant. But Allah, it says that the, um, Daughter of Paro took mercy upon him. And she, she said that he must be a Jewish boy. How did she know he was a Jewish boy? Like, I guess the question is also because at that time the Egyptians were, were, were being drowned as well. So how did she know this one was a Jewish boy? That she saw that he was circumcised. So, even though it says that Yosef had instituted all the Egyptians get circumcised. What I understand is that it says that there was Yaakov Melchadash He changed everything from what Yosef already put into play. They stopped the Egyptians to stop circumcising their child and children at that particular point. 
So the Mona comments on the Pasuk. It says that Vatachma Allah Vatama Miyalda Ivrim. What is Zeh? Vayalda Ivrim Zeh. That Zeh seems to be superfluous. So what means that? That there was a Navua that happened, uh, without her realizing that she's, she has a Navua. That this, uh, one fell into the river, but from this point and on, no other ones will fall into the river. That if people will say to you, that you should inquire of the stargazers, stargazers, and I'm sorry, the necromancers, those are people that get that speak to the dead bodies and to the yedonim, to the diviners. And those who uh, chirp and 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 make noises. Okay, the, the Navi of Yeshaya is, is is using a negative, uh, is deprecating the the noises that made that that the uh, necromancers like the noise of animals, birds are making, and saying um, that. Uh, you know, so that what, what what does it have to do with anything? So it says that sofin sofin because they see things for the future, but they don't know exactly what they see. It's like birds making noises. Mahagin they can they 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 uh, make they vocalize. They don't know what they're saying. So here too the same idea. What is Rosha Moshiach shall Yisroel b'mayim huloke? They saw they have the ability to see something, but it was veiled. They were able to see that the the person who's going to save the Jews is going to be struck down by water. So Am Devegaz Rukol Abena Yolad Yoritashlova. They said all children should be thrown into the river. Kevin Deshad Yol Moshe when Moshe was put into the river. So Amru Sulei Chazina and Gihayisimana. We don't see that anymore. Uh, that, that, uh, uh, he will be put thrown, uh, struck down by water. It means it has, has happened already. So it must be that we were successful in throwing him into the Nile. So, but look, they canceled, they canceled their, their decree. And that was what, what she saw. This is the last one thrown at the river. But what mistake they made was, again, this is what the Nabi Yeshaya is saying, is they see things, but they don't get clarity in what they see. When it says that Moshe is going to be struck down by the water, it's referring to the waters of Merivo. When Moshe Rabbeinu uh, was supposed to bring water from the rock by uh, communicating with it, and he struck it, that was the downfall of Moshe. And that's, that's the water that he was going to provide. These are the waters of contention where Bnei Yisrael fought with Hashem. Only these are the waters. Alright? It means that these are the waters that were referred to earlier. What waters was this refer- referencing that were mentioned earlier? That was Hema Shirots, the Nigga Parah That's the waters that these were seen by the astrologers of Parah who made a mistake. That's what Moshe said. Sheish Meos Elev Ragli. There were 600,000 men that uh, because of me, right, it means that uh, the Pesach basically saying is that there were 600 uh, foot uh, people by on foot, but Laraglik also means because of me, because of my account, because I, because of me, because me being put into the water, saved them from all being thrown into the river. I... I took one for the team. I was put into the river so that you all would be saved from being thrown into the river. All right. Now, Gemara gives a different shot. It was mean ze, that extra word ze. That day that Moshe was put into the river happened to be the 21st day of Nisan, which 80 years later was going to be the time for Kriyas Yamsuf. The ministering agents came to Agash Baruch and said, The one who's going to say Shira on this day, right? He should be struck on this day. He should be, he should drown. Actually, wasn't the, uh, it wasn't in, uh, in Nisan. It actually was in Sivan. All right, Amrul Lacha Shabbos, and what's six of seven? 
according to one opinion, that is Matan That's the Yom he should also be struck down on this day. I understand the second opinion which says was Matan because there's three months from when Moshe was born. He was born in Zion Adar till Zion Adar Nisan Er Sivan. So that comes out three months. We said it was three months old. So there with Amar Beshiva was Adar Meis, Beshiva was not Adar Nailad, but Beshiva was Adar Vachisha was a Sivan, and you have a class of Yarchi of three months. Elamanda Amar Beshiva Echad Nisan, according to the ones that it says was the 21st of Nisan, so you don't have. Uh, you don't have, if he's born on the seventh of Adar, right? So you don't have three possible months. So Mara says, Oser Shana Muberes Haisa. So there was actually that year, it was an extra month of Adar. So Moshe was born in Adar Aleph. So you have the majority of Adar Aleph. You have Rubashal Achron, you have the majority of Nisan, 21 days of Nisan. And I'm sorry, Shalom, and the full of uh, month of Adar Beis, so that's considered like approximately three months. And Moshe's sister Miriam said to the daughter Paro, Ha'elev Garatsiulach, should I go and summon for you, a wet nurse from the Jewish girl, Jewish women to nurse the boy. Why did she recommend getting an, a, a wet nurse of the, from, from, from the, he, from Hebrew woman, for the Jewish woman? Because what happened was, they went looking for Moshe, someone to help, uh, nurse him. So I'll call him Israel's school, and they brought all the Egyptian women there to, who were able to nurse. But Lord Yonak, he refused to nurse from them. Amar Kodesh Baruch, Amar Kodesh Baruch, said, that I'm not going to let him nurse from them, because Pesha Asil Dabre Mashkinda, if I, the mouth that's going to speak from, the divine, uh, with, with the divine presence, that mouth, Yanak Dover, Tame, should have the breast milk, uh, uh, of a woman which, who, who has, who, who has nourished herself from non-kosher, uh, food, and the milk is a byproduct of what she eats. I don't want Moshe Rabbeinu having even a byproduct of non-kosher food. So, Hainadusiv, Esme, Esme, Yoredeo, Posik says like this, the Posik in Yeshaya, that with whom shall I, shall I teach knowledge to? And who shall, will, will I explain a message? Lemi Yoridei or Lemi Yavin Shmua. Alright, so, Legomle, Legemule Mechalav, Vilatike Mishadayim. To those who have become weaned from milk, and those who have been removed from, uh, from, from, from breasts. What does that mean? Means that they were the ones who can teach Torah and can have, can have the depth of knowledge. It means from their very uh, uh, original source of nourishment, they removed themselves from non-kosher milk and non-kosher uh, sources of, of of food. So it means that show show is so careful, especially with children. Sometimes people are more uh, not as, as careful, but that's a child. No, you'd see that it has an impact later on in their capacity to disseminate Torah. It says, go find her. And the Alma and the young girl went and found the boy's mother. So, Amr Beloza, Ka'alma. Means, why does it call her an Alma? She herself at the time was, according to Chazal, was maybe five years old. And, uh, but Alma means, seems to be a, a, a bit of, a, 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 a little bit older, but she went with the energy of an, of a, of, of, of an older, uh, girl. Because, uh, the, to, to, to this, right? Because that's why it's called an Alma. She acted surreptitiously. She did not mention that this is the mother of the child because Paspara might not have agreed, so that she did it in a surreptitious manner. That's why it's called an Alma. The Halim is to hide something. Paspara said, She said, take this child. She told you, 
Again, she prophesied without realizing what she was prophesying. Heilichi ma shalichi. Heilichi means hi lichi. This is yours. Take is this also sounds like take take this which is yours. Heilichi. And I will pay you the reward. So what does that mean? I'll give you rewards. That you see that Akash Baruch who works it out for the righteous. Not only they get what is deservedly theirs, they get back what, what they lost, but they get rewarded on top of it for their troubles. So here she gets back her child and she gets paid for nursing her own child, which is something she would have done anyway. Vatikach Miriam and Aaron says that Miriam and Avia, who was the sister of Aaron, took the drum in her hand. This is after Kriyas Yamsuf, she had taken, they took with them, um, instruments with the knowledge that there's going to be a great miracle. Since the woman had that foresight, the men did not. So Ahaz Aaron, why she called the sister of Aaron? At that point, Moshe was around. So why she referred to specifically about the, the sister of Aaron and the Loachas Moshe? Wasn't she the sister of Moshe as well? Some said Amrav Nachman Amrav. So, some said it was Rav Amram. Some said it was Rav Nachman. She it's referring to the prophecy that she had when a time when Aaron was the only one around, when Moshe wasn't yet around, right? When I mean, Moshe was yet to be born, and she would say, that my mother is destined to give birth to a child who will save the Jewish people. The Chain came to know that Moshe, when Moshe was born, and the whole house filled with, with light, Amar father uh, Amram got up and, and, and kissed her on her head. And said, I see your prophecy has been fulfilled. Kevan, once. Uh, they had to put Moshe into the river. Her father tapped her just like in a negative way on her head. What happened to your prophecy? Was going to be drowned in, in the river? That's why the sister, it says that she, uh, she hid away from at a distance. She placed herself at a distance. To see what's going to happen to him. What do you mean? Leda Mayevasov, to see what's going to happen at the Ebisov Nivasa, to see what's going to be the outcome of her prophecy. So the shot over here is that even though Yamsuf, Chris Yamsuf Moshe was around, but it's referencing that she went out with her, uh, with, with, with her drums, but it's referencing, is this, this almost like the fulfillment the Jewish people being saved, it's something that she referred to this Nevuah before Moshe Rabbeinu was even born, and that's why at that point she's called the brother of Moshe, and not the, uh, not, and, and, and rather of Aaron, and not the brother, uh, she's called the sister of Aaron, and not the sister of Moshe. Okay. John, we'll stop over here.